Welcome to Business Partners, a podcast for couple colleagues building a business and life together. Through interviews, we'll share common struggles and stories unique to partners living and working side by side. Listen in as we learn what works and doesn't work when working together as a couple. You ready to do this? Let's get down to business. Shana Dew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're so excited to have we're so excited to have y'all here. Um, I we know you guys, and we're so thankful to be friends with y'all. But our listeners need to know who you are. They need to know. So can you tell us um about your business and when you started it? And then we'll get into maybe the personal side of things. We have a sales coaching company called Skillway, where we uh, will teach you how to crush your sales goals and love what you do. I love that. So yeah, yeah. Sounds like you've answered that question a few times. <laughs> a few times. We do primarily, we do sales coaching, sales consulting. Um, primarily, it's one-on-one coaching. That's what we and our team do a lot of one-on-one coaching with relationship-based salespeople and managers and sales leaders. Um, then we do group coaching um, and then we'll do like special one-off consulting stuff as well too. If people need help, like, uh, you know, creating a sales comp, you know, plan or, or job descriptions for their salespeople onboarding, you know, customized training and that sort of thing. So that was kind of a broad uh, mm-hmm. audience. Do you have like a, a, a specific kind of target audience that can benefit most from what you guys offer? Well, first, one of the primary questions we get is, are you industry specific? And we're not mm. industry specific. However, we only work with sales professionals in the relationship-based sales space. So that means that you are taking really great care of your customers And typically you have a retainer model or something like that. So we don't work in any of the transaction business, which typically falls in one-on-one, one-and-done sales, or maybe door-to-door sales or anything high pressure. So no (laughs) timeshares. Right. But a lot of, um, you know, a lot of our businesses are, there's, we do some, some manufacturing if they're, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're helping them sell to, the retail outlets, those sort of things. Um, most of our clients are services, you know, like B2B services, that kind of thing. It's building this relationship and then having this, you know, client hopefully for life. So, you know, no, no high pressure, sleazy tactics. Um, otherwise, you're just going to end up with an unhappy client that's a bad fit, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. And how long ago did you start Skillway? We started Skillway in 2017, so we just wow. hit six years this year. Wow. Uh, I want to get high into five. how it came to be. Yeah, seriously, major <laughs> high five. I, I pray to God we get there. <laughs> so uh, take us back to when uh, you met. How'd you become a couple? Ooh, that's good. It's good. Well, I... You know, I'll, I'll say this because we get asked a question, which I'm sure you guys get asked a lot, which is like, how do you work oh, yeah. with your spouse? Like, mm-hmm. how do you make that work? Which I always, you know, one thing I always say is like, I, 
I don't pretend to say that it's for everyone. I'm, I'm sure that it's not for everyone. But uh, one of the reasons I think it works so well for us, we met at work, you know, 25-ish years, years ago. Wow. We met at work. 25, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a long time. <laughs> you know where what that was means? This? Where was that? That means we're old. That means we're old. <laughs> exactly. Um, we worked for a really big mortgage company. Um, it was a division of GMAC, you know, finance, but it was the mortgaging, you know, sort of arm of that. Um, I was a software developer um, and I was actually a consultant, but I, you know, I went to this company and sat in a cubicle like everybody else all day, every day. Mm. And, um, and she was, you weren't on the same team in the beginning, not, not right away. but then later you got moved over to our team, but we had, it was a, it was a really big company. Um, it had a really great culture. And, and I think there was, I'd say 10 or 15 of us, a group of 10 or 15 of us that became pretty good friends. And we would eat lunch together a lot, you know, sort of shifting in and out, or we would have, um, you know, happy hour things or, or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was this kind of this bigger group. Um, and that was like several years. I mean, we were, we were both with other people when we met. Um, but we actually, I think we only like started like having one-on-one -on -one conversations because we were, we were both going through divorces. Mm. So we were, that was sort of our thing. We became like divorce buddies. You know, mm -hmm. she knew, she knew I was going through a big divorce and, you know, and came and was asking me, you know, advice about lawyers and things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Dishes. <laughs> so oh, we yeah. became, yeah, we became <laughs> friends, you know, going through that. And then it sort of felt like, you know, going through, you know, being in the foxhole with somebody, right. Mm -hmm. We have like that thing in common. And then uh, we started dating, but really in the beginning when we started dating and, and going out, um, we just talked about divorce, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, for a long time. And I remember one time we actually had that like, hey, let's not talk about that this whole day <laughs> and see if we actually have anything in common. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is very all consuming as people who have both yeah, been we can through it yeah. mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And do you know why it's so expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. Mm, <laughs> dude, that's some wisdom. <laughs> that's, that's a Shane joke, but that's, I yeah. claim it all the time because it's true. That, true that's story. really good. That's my favorite mm. clean divorce joke. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait. I, I know you have some dad jokes up your sleeve for this podcast, right, right. and I'm really exactly. looking forward to that. Well, exactly. I want to hear the dirty Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's later. That's later. Um, but for couples dinner. Yeah. So we. Yeah. But that's how we. Yeah, we started dating. So we. You know, we were working at the same company when we started dating, and um, and then it's funny because the the business around in there that company moved to a new location and everything got shifted around, and then there was a while where we literally had cubicles that backed up. You know, like to each other, yeah. Kind of like oh, shared. It would be like a bull, a, a bullpen. Mm -hmm. So we were mm -hmm. sort of like, mm -hmm. you know, I could turn my chair around and she was right there. Oh wow! So <laughs> right from the start, we kind of got into the like, I'm around you all day, and then in the evening and whatever. Um, and then she left and went to a different mortgage company. And um, within a couple of weeks, she was like, "Man, they really need you here." And so I left and went to that company as well. So, you know, we worked, uh, we worked at multiple different places. And so we've always just had this sort of talking about work and, and, 
and leaning on each other are, are you know, we, we're very opposite in a lot of ways and our skill sets are opposite in a lot of ways. So I feel like we've mentored each other mm. through things, you know, it was like, and I got my first executive job and, and she saw me like reading every book and trying to learn mm. and what I was struggling with. And she was helping me with the confidence part of that. Um, and then when she got her first executive job, you know, it was like, okay, I, here's some that things I have learned. Yeah. And so like, that's always the way it was regardless of where, where we worked. And we've just kind of always been very all up in each other's business. So. Sounds like you really figured out you couldn't work without each other. Mm-hmm. Without each other. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. We're pretty, we're pretty codependent and <laughs> interdependent, I would say at this point, but yeah. you know, but that's, it, that's been an ongoing thing. Today. And I think that's helped a lot. We've, you know, I would say we've, we've, I've literally at this point, she's been my boss. I've been her boss. By the time we started this company, I think we'd worked through all the Mm. ego kind of things mm. and, and all of that. So now that we're working more like side by side, I'm, I'm grateful that we've worked out a lot of that stuff. Mm. That's valuable. So take us to the point where Skillway became an idea that you started talking about and then how you turned that idea into what it is today. What what were kind of the events that led to yeah. it? Because of the way we had always worked together, Shane and I have been the type of couple where, I mean, today we just take out our phone and look at our calendar and debrief meeting by meeting. What was your day today? But I started at a consulting firm in 2011 as a sales coach. And when I started growing my team and I was like, now I have to start recruiting. Shane's like, I can recruit. Let me do the Mm. recruiting for you. So even though I was, we were at we were not working together at that point. We still were so integral to each other's business. And the company that I was consulting for just had some challenges and it was like a, an ethical fit in both directions. And in 2016, I left that company and really thought that I was just going to be an independent consultant. Um, Shane had built my website, salescoachdo.com, and it was very successful and I had great content out there. And I really thought that that's all we were going to do. And it was very soon after that, that we realized we were creating all of this amazing content. And it kind of felt, I'll say kind of like a waste that it was only going to Mm. be used by me with my clients. And so we started playing with the idea of let's do something with this. And Shane uses different words than I use. I'm like, Mm -hmm. we started this together. It was like this bond and it was amazing. But I was like, I'm not doing this without you. Mm -hmm. And Shane thinks I. Yeah. I I would say she commanded me. (laughs) It was, it was, it was literally like, Oh, I'm helping. And you know, so she's like, Oh, I'm going to go out on my own and I'm going to do this. I'm like, great. I'll find, you know, invoicing system and I'll help with some of the back end stuff. I was really, I was doing music at the time. So I had kind of, I had kind of stopped the corporate stuff and was, and was, and was writing and doing music and, you know, hence us being in Nashville. Mm. Um, But it got to the point where writing all this content and I was helping write some of the Mm -hmm. content with the leadership things and whatever. And it just got more and more. And then when it, when we had this conversation, like, I think you could make a whole company out of this and, and, 
hire more coaches and teach them to coach, yeah. but you can't be called sales coach do. No. Mm. What's gonna be do do mm-hmm. and her minions? Like that's not what we <laughs> want. Like, like a business. We had both worked at corporate, mm-hmm. you know, companies, entities and all that sort of stuff and and thinking about brand. And at one point she was like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna create a company unless you stop pretending like you don't work here. Yes. Like, <laughs> your, face is, your face is going on like, the website. Like we have to do this together. Your face <laughs> is on the website. You're going to be, you know, a business card, the whole thing. Um, and He's like, so I'm not wearing suits I anymore. Said, I don't, I don't want to go back <laughs> to wearing suits. And she was like, deal. That's great. <laughs> deal. Cool. So my black t-shirt and black hat uniform was, uh, was, was born. And, uh, and that was kind of how we did it. Did you define but, roles at that point? Did you each have your I own? I don't kind? think we had to define roles. Um, at at Shane said earlier, we're opposite. Right. I don't think we had to define roles because as Shane says about our coaching firm. Well, it was it was very I, natural. <laughs> and yeah, we I say we have complementary skill sets, but really that's just we're so opposite, right? <laughs> we're just opposite. And and I say can, can I cuss on this podcast? Yes, you may. Um, oh, I may. Oh, Feel uh, free. Well, I just always say it's like it was very natural to us because she hates all the shit I love doing and mm. I hate all the shit she loves doing. Yes. Mm. So it it was very obvious what our roles were and we didn't really think about it that much. Right. I mean, she's the she's the sales guru. She's the coaching guru, you know, and I had a consulting background and I do love teaching. Um, but mostly for me, it's operations and culture and that sort of stuff. Um, so I, even now I still joke that I run a sales coaching company and I'm in charge of everything except sales and coaching, you know, it's just, (laughs) it's, it's, it's that sort of thing. But I will say we did draw out, we have an accountability chart. Yeah. It very Mm -hmm. early on, we did the whole, right from the Mm e-myth, you know, book. we, we, we drew like the imaginary org chart. Um, now it's accountability because of EOS and all that sort of stuff, but we drew the imaginary org chart. It was like, here's all the roles. There's only two of us. So my name's on, Every box is either my name or your name, but that was super helpful. And I think really helpful once, um, once we start hiring people, because Mm -hmm. we had something written down, we could show them. And it, and I think, you know, for our team, that's been helpful all the way through because they know if I have a question about this, I go to Shane. If I have a question about this, I go to do, you know, who's the final say on what. And that's been, that's been really helpful, but it was easy for us to decide I would say 90% of it was pretty obvious to us. Just because of your natural skill sets kind of. Yeah. And experiences and, oh, okay. and whatever. Right. I mean, I was an IT director. So like most of the process stuff, you know, was obviously going to be on me. And then mm. the actual, how do we sell and how do we coach was a lot more for her. So from the E-Myth, are, are you the manager, Shane? And, isn't that what are the roles that? Well, yeah. you know, now we're a little more EOS traction. Okay. And the terminology there, which the first time I read it was like, yes, that well, is we a, have our roles, which is visionary, visionary. and integrator. And, and so oh, she's okay. the visionary who's like this. This business is her vision, right? And and how she wants to do a lot of this stuff, but also usually the visionary is the and idea a, person. Amazing ideas. Amazing. 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 <laughs> I have. 
Amazing. <laughs> she does. Thousands and thousands of them all of the time. Right. So the integrator is a lot of times it's like you're being then you're they're the person who says no a lot, um, you know, and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, it's sort of like, how can we make some of these work? How do we set some of these aside? You know, maybe not quite right now. You know, how do we go and implement that idea and actually put it into action? You gave a really good example of that in action uh, when we were at our business Better Halves dinner recently, um, where Du came to you with the idea for a retreat, I believe, or a a client party. And then can you tell that story? (laughs) I will. So I told Shane, I said, I have an amazing idea. I think that we should have all of our clients come together for a retreat where we teach them how to unplug and we teach them how to work remotely and we teach them how to just have a ton of fun. And we should go to Aruba. (laughs) And he said... I don't hate the idea of a retreat, but I have to like go calculate on it. So Shane disappeared for a while and then he came back and basically had fixed the idea. And he was like, okay, so here's the idea. You said we could do this, 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 and this. And he's like, but you know where else people like to travel? (laughs) Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the event here in Nashville. And so I come up with these amazing ideas and then he'll just like make small tweaks and changes that actually make them successful. Mm. Or possible. (laughs) (laughs) Doable. You know, achievable, but it's, but it's, it's great too, because we've really worked this dialogue out because she's very good. Now she knows that if she just like asks like, yes or no, like, I think this is great. What do you think? You know, my brain is like, this will never work. This, 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 this. And so it's going to be a no. So she doesn't, she, she'll, she'll say, I have this great idea and I don't want an answer right now. I just want you to think mm. about it. It's just a, it's just a general, I'm just spitballing just here. Throwing an idea. Just throwing <laughs> it out. Don't tell me yes or no. Here it is. And she'll give it to me and then she'll walk away. And then I'll usually simmer and ponder and think about things. And then I'll come back and I'll go, oh, that idea was really great. But if we just tweak this and this, I think it'll work. And, you know, and she's like, cool, great. And then I walk away, but in her head, she's thinking, that's what I said. That's what I said from the start, you know. He just had to, he had to go calculate on it. For <laughs> right. I think that's a really wise. Yeah. Simmer, simmer, I simmer. Bake on, on it. Yeah, I think that's, we're lucky to have partners like that do because <laughs> <laughs> our idea is sometimes, um, yeah, we need, we need the balance because now that, that retreat has turned into a tradition for Skillway every year and a very smart business networking lead gen, I mean, opportunity for you guys. Mm -hmm. It really has our, um, she's talking about a rooftop party without mentioning the rooftop party party, (laughs) um, is, you know, we do it in downtown Nashville. We get a rooftop that's super big and super fun. And it is our opportunity to bring all of our clients and business partners and, and friends together vendors. and vendors. I mean, it's just our way of, because we're in the relationship-based sales space that we also want to introduce all of the amazing people that we know to the other amazing people that we know. And it's, um, it, it has turned into quite a celebration. Yeah. Super fun. Taking on a life of its own. But mm. next year you'll be there. I know we will be for sure. No <laughs> weddings. 
So, <laughs> do since you're the visionary, what's your vision for the company uh, mm. for for the future? There's a whole bunch of different visions that I think we have for the company. I envision a auditorium of coaches that we are continuing to train. Um, I envision an amazing organization where our employees want to work. I envision a lot of that stuff. And I will say that a lot of that, a lot of those ideas have come from Shane and I playing from other companies that we worked for. I remember when Shane and I started Skillway, we were immediately like, this is going to be uh, a corporation. Everyone's going to be an employee. We're going to do 401k. We're going to do amazing PTO. We're going to have these amazing benefits. We're going to create a culture where people love working here. And even though as a small company, we can't always afford those things, we have made them part of our budget because we knew if we wanted to recruit the amazing people that we wanted to recruit, we had to offer them all of the things that corporations offer them. Mm -hmm. And so even though I come up with these cockamamie ideas, (laughs) Justin, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) there is so much planning and dreaming that Shane and I do on our walks every night and on our retreats that he and I take and spending time at the beach and reading books. Mm -hmm. We do so much of it together that I can't say that an auditorium full of coaches is my idea. I have no idea whose vision that is because we've created it together. Mm -hmm. But I can say that the ideas of creating a all of the things that do comes up with um, mm-hmm. the crazy ideas, <laughs> uh, but we really do. We, and we don't, you know, that, that part of that vision planning and the reason we called it Skillway was also because we knew someday we wouldn't be the owners of Skillway. We also created all of those things, knowing that we're going to be here a long time. I don't, I have no idea how long we're going to be here, but it's going to be a long time before any of those second level vision planning things come true. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you know, we, we do that. There's a lot of dreaming and there's a lot of that, but there is also a lot of sort of, you know, systematic, like here's a little more specifically where we think we'll be in 10 years. Mm. How do we get there? And again, we sort of use that EOS model where it's backtracked to like, all right, then what does it look like in three years? How big are we? How many people? And, and then we sort of work backwards for our one year and our quarterly and those sort of things. So we take those things seriously, even though at this point, you know, the, the main leadership team is still just do and I, but we we sit down and we work through and and do those in that same manner all the time. Mm. And we're really not we're not really like trying to aggressively grow and get huge or get fast. You know, it's about that culture and and trying to you know, like she said, and we said, uh, you know, our tagline is crush your sales goals and love what you do. But like that starts internally. We really want our people to love what they do. And so we really stress a calm work environment. We really stress, um, you know, flexibility and a good work-life blend and, you know, and those sort of things. And then it's like, all right. And then our, our growth goals then sort of come out of, all right, well, 
even now we've got a coach who's been here almost four years, a coach who's been here almost three years. And it's like, all right, you know, we got to grow if they need, if they're going to have opportunities to grow and manage and these sort of things, then mm-hmm. we've got to grow a little bit mm-hmm. or we'll look and go, all right, we'll, we're still the bottlenecks in a couple places. We got to grow a little bit so we can hire someone to do this and hire someone to do that. So it all kinds of drives it, but there is a, you know, a bigger vision out there of what we want to be in the marketplace and, mm. in, you know, in the country. Mm. I love hearing about plans for the future. I also would love to go back to the past a little bit because I think there's such valuable lessons there. So can you think back to when you started your business, what things have changed since then or some big lessons that came out of those first few years, maybe from mistakes that were made? Well, I, I mean, one thing is I definitely would say in that first year or two, I mean, if we were almost like working 24 seven, like it was all, it was all, the hours. all of the hours. Mm. Um, now you're, ex- you're excited and it's mm. exhilarating and you're just doing it and you're, you know, you're putting together things like, okay, we're going to train and teach this thing we haven't invented yet. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're writing content and editing and all those sort of things. And that was the biggest piece. And I think a lot of, even to this day, is sort of like layers of, you know, taking hats off and trying to delegate things and and um, and trying to get yourself out of the weeds of every little mm-hmm. thing. And on one hand, I feel like we're, a hundred times better than we were six years ago. And on another hand time, I feel like we're, you know, as Jeff Bezos say, we're still in the first inning, you know, mm-hmm. we're still, we're still trying to learn and grow and do these things. You know, I, actually I'll say one thing that we both have gotten much better about is we have both grown um, our sort of support system mm-hmm. of people, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I have my EO forum and my mentors and those sort of things. And she has her brain trust vault forums and, and her mentors. And, um, and I, especially for me, cause I'm more of a, you know, she's, she's a networker and has all her friends and all this sort of stuff. That was tougher for me to realize how valuable that mm. was. Um, and we both have coaches and we mm-hmm. both have, you know, business coaches and all that sort of stuff. So, so I think that has been something that's really helped us as we've gotten bigger is as much as we talk about everything and as much as we lean on each other for everything in the business, like we also have other places. She has places where I know she can go bounce mm-hmm. ideas off of, talk through things sometimes before she even brings them to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she has even probably vented about me a time or two. No, (laughs) (laughs) But I, I appreciate that she has that, you know, and and that it doesn't and vice versa. Like I, it's not all on her to help me work through some, you know, issues that I'm working through or whatever, you know? Right. And vice versa. Right. Did you have anything to add to you? You know, I, I will actually share a story. It has come up many times on how we started to create boundaries. And I love it so much that I love teaching other people and sharing our big, huge mistake. I remember one night we were 
laying in bed. And that's where, you know, you have all of your meaningful conversations. And I was asking him about a client a invoice. I don't, we don't remember anymore what we were talking about, but I remember he abruptly got out of bed and went back to work. And I remember lying in bed going, I just messed up. Yeah. I just messed up right there. <laughs> and so we created the boundary that we can't talk about skillway in our bedroom. And we have been walking down the hallway and we'll, we'll stop right outside our bedroom door. And we like finished having a conversation and there has to be a point where you stop talking about work. And mm. I have joked because, you know, our team comes over to our house and we have, you know, a house that has a conference room and those types of things. And I'm like, we have a bedroom that happens to be an office or we have an mm -hmm. office that happens to have a bedroom <laughs> because I feel like that's all we do, you know, is, is live work here. Mm -hmm. But that boundary of stopping at some point at night where you're not talking about work anymore. And I know there's times where I'm sitting on the sofa at night and I'll be like, Oh, and then I notice it's seven 30 I'm like, no, I'm not going to bring that up right now because it's just, it's too late. You know, like let's, let's start unwinding, but I'm really glad we've now created the boundary of like Skillway doesn't live in our bedroom because it allows us time to uh, process and, mm. and have do and chain time as well. And, mm. and we have yeah. date night where it's like, let's not talk about work tonight. Let's have a date night type thing too. Yeah. There, there are so few, I mean, it does blur together so oh, yeah. much. Very I think so. it's it's really important to carve out just a few red lines here mm -hmm. or there, like something. Um, but we both, you know, go on retreats mm -hmm. uh, apart from each other and and do some trips and things like that. And I think I think all those things help too, you know, with some space. Business Partners Podcast is proudly brought to you by Apple and Anchor. Apple and Anchor create strategy-first brands and websites for startups. As a busy business owner, you may have a great idea for your branding or website, but feel overwhelmed about what's required to bring it to life. We provide a clear step-by-step -step plan for your brand strategy, visual identity, and web design. Check out our work and book a clarity call at appleandanchor.com. And now back to the show. Do you find it challenging to find other things to talk about <laughs> when you're in the no work time zone? <laughs> um, Shane and I have ridiculously big families, so there's plenty of drama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, there's plenty of other there's things, but Shane and I, yeah. we are also, and I'm going to mm -hmm. say avid readers, and I can't believe I call myself an avid reader today, but we're both avid re readers and we're constantly talking about the books that we're reading mm. as well, because we just love talking about business and strategy, but we also talk about the challenges our clients are having. So sometimes mm. we're coming up with scenarios and fixing things. Mm. So even though, yes, it's work, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like work. We just, yeah. this is, this is our normal life. We've done this for, you know, 20 plus years now. And we talk mm. about fiction books we're reading and we talk about other things. Oh, the Vikings. And we talk about the I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> um, oh. Lived in, in Minnesota for a while. So we talk. Yeah. I mean, there's we have plenty of other things we talk about. Watch, and, watch out. You have a Packers fan over here. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. 
<laughs> Packer fan who went to the U of M. What's up with uh-huh. that? Um, <laughs> so uh, we we do, and she has she jokes to still because I have you know sort of this you know I I grew up in Oklahoma in a very small town, and there's just a lot of weird crazy stories, but to this day, she's like, how do you still have stories I haven't heard? That's crazy. Like I still come up with something and she'd be like, that's not, that's not real. How does that not come up already? <laughs> so I think it'll just, you know, keep on, keep heard on. A lot going. of stories multiple times. How is no, that a new true. one? Yeah, how is that a new one? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's better this time. I've added, I've added to it. There's some color. <laughs> right. Do you, I thought of a new detail. What you told me about a phone boundary y'all have, which I think is one of the things that allows you to get so much reading done in the evenings. Can you mention that? Uh, TV boundary. Yes. Oh, it's TV. Um, so, okay. Yeah, TV. So we, um, in, I don't remember what year it was, 2015, something like that. Um, I, I read a study on self-made millionaires spend roughly three hours in the morning on themselves, which then started translating to me doing more research, which then we put in our content, which was the average adult watches about five hours of TV a day. And when we read that, we were dumbfounded at how much time you could spend watching TV. And so we said, how about if we just start implementing no TV on school nights and see what happens? And then we moved away from that house and we moved into the last house we lived in and we decided we weren't going to put the TV in the living room. We actually put it in like the office. And so if we wanted to go watch something, we had to go someplace to do it. Mm. And then when we moved into the house we live in today, we did the same thing. And so we have a no TV on school nights boundary that has pushed us. We play games at night. We'll play cards. We'll go for a walk. We go out to dinner and we do so many things like that. But in, um, it was probably 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. I replaced my running playlist with audiobooks, And mm. that's when I really started. I started listening to books in the morning, but I always have a book on my Kindle that I'm reading. I have, you know, we have books on our coffee table that we're reading and then our audiobooks that we're constantly listening to. So that's how we, that's how we continue to read so much. And we'll start reading. We'll both be reading a book and then we like close the book and talk about the book. Mm. (laughs) Now, now let's talk about this book that that we're reading, but we're constantly having that conversation between the two of us where he's reading a book or I'm reading a book. And then it's like, okay, go read this. And then we'll have conversations about it. Mm. But yeah, no TV on school nights. We've done it for so many years that it, it seems funny that we used to watch TV now. <laughs> yeah. I actually brought that idea home to um, my daughters after we spoke about it, and uh, it didn't go over well. <laughs> there yeah, were sure, tears sure involved. Tears! Not on my part. Yeah, right. But I think that there's a lot to say about that, too, because so many couples have TVs in their bedrooms as well, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like mm-hmm. you're not getting good sleep when you're watching or falling asleep to thinking about a friend's episode or whatever yeah. it might be. So mm-hmm, I'm glad that we never made that, that it was habit too. Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird transition for us and it was a little bit tough. And, and we still own a TV and we still watch TV or movies or something, but it feels a little bit more like we got to decide to. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to decide to, or usually we talk about it and, you know, we, we just start so many fewer shows and that kind yeah. of thing because the time just goes 
goes down. So I it don't, does. I don't think I miss it at all. I feel like mm-hmm. we've and we have, you know, we have more weekends than not that we don't even watch it. We mm-hmm. didn't watch TV at all this past. I don't know. I don't remember the last time we turned on the TV. Mm. That's how many weekends it's been. We just forget. I have so many follow-up questions. I want to know all the books you're reading and listening to, but we have like five <laughs> minutes left. So we're going to have well, to get mm-hmm. some well, some questions so, in. So back to working so, together. Shane, you mm-hmm. kind of touched on this earlier. Um, what What's the one thing that do gets upset with uh, most about you? Uh, working most, together. I'm like, nah. How do I sort this list? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I think in general, you know, I don't feel like we get upset very often, but, you know, just the whole, you know, different personality styles, behavior styles, we're, mm-hmm. we're huge. We're huge into disc because we, and we use it in our business and we use it with our clients and those sort of things. But part of that's we're really, we love it because we are opposites and, and a big piece of that is, you know, what she was talking about before. Like I'm, I'm more likely to really um, spend a lot of time thinking through something and, and formulating a plan and, and that sort of thing. Um, and she's a lot more spontaneous and that sort and that sort of thing. So when I think about if we, if we frustrate each other or anything like that, it's usually navigating that I, I would say mm. in general, mm-hmm. In general, I would say she probably feels like I make slower decisions and I move slower. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and in in general, it's the same. The same for me, right? Is is on on the opposite side. I'm like, say, slow down a little bit. Like, think through that a little. Mm. Or he'll or he won't bring me an idea till he has calculated through all of it and he'll bring it to me and he's like, so I've been thinking I'm on this for a month. Mm -hmm. And I will say I don't know if you were going to ask me, Justin, but I'll assume um, (laughs) is is that, you know, he'll bring me an idea that he's already worked through and because he's worked through it completely, he thinks that I feel like I'm getting pressured to just agree with him Mm. rather than go Mm. through it on my own. So Mm. I bring him everything. I mean, if I have a thought, I say it out loud and that's just how everything goes with me. And it is, it's a frustration because he takes so long to make a decision. Mm -hmm. But then when he brings something to me, I feel like I don't get the same equal time. And again, it's on me that I'm not getting the same equal time to think through it if mm-hmm. I don't love the idea because mm-hmm. he's already thought through it. He's already created all of the answers and how we're going to roll it out. And that's how it feels for me sometimes is I'll say, I need, I need to, I need to bake yeah. on this bet. I can, it can feel unfair because, because for her, she's sort of like, all right, this is the first time I've heard this. What about this? What about that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me tell you, I've already, <laughs> I've already thought about all that, you know? And so that, that is true. And I think the other thing too is that with people who are more um, systematic and analytical and those sort of things, you can get the impression that they're moving slow all the time, um, which is not really the case, right? Like, and that's why I feel like it's so important to put down on paper what your vision and your mission and your core mm. values are and all those sort of things, because to me, those um, and and our plans. And all of that sort of stuff, because that does make a lot of stuff easier. So in the day to day, I make really quick decisions all the time because it's like, yes, I've already thought through that. Yes, I've already. Mm. It's pretty easy for me to measure 
that against this because it's like where does that fit on our vision where does that is how does that fit on our core values those are decision making so um you know so there's a lot of things where i can go yep this that this is how we do it um but it's the bigger unknown things the strategy Mm. planning those sort of things where it's like all right let's slow down a second this is this is a different animal of decision let's make sure we don't break everything (laughs) (laughs) well do every time I've seen you speak, like at the City Current events, Brand Trust Live, you always offer many nuggets, usually, of sales advice. But since most of our audience is other small business owners, what piece of due wisdom can you share when it comes to sales? I will share my favorite idea, and I don't talk about it a lot surprisingly, because it feels elementary. Mm. Um, I am asked regularly, what's the number one sales skills that sales skill that you could just give to everyone. And I would say it's improving your listening skills. We Mm. are always multitasking, which means when we're talking to a client, we're looking their account up or when we are trying to hear what they're saying. We're also taking notes or we're reading our email at the same time or text messages or whatever we might be doing. And being a good listener is what makes being a great salesperson so amazing because when Mm -hmm. you listen, you then ask really great questions. It's my, it's my favorite across the board I have the squirrel mentality, so I'm always being distracted. So I am not an amazing listener. So I, I disagree. also have to. So I have, thank you. I think you're um, a great listener. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I think that that's part of it as well is that you, even though listening is a skill, you have to keep working mm-hmm. on your listening skills. It's my, it's my favorite tip of all time is just become a better listener, just tune other people out or think about what they're saying rather than thinking about what you're going to answer with or what you're going to respond with. And Mm. um, I always say it's such a huge compliment to me when I'm on my coaching calls or when I'm talking to somebody on the phone and they're like, do, are you there? Because they think they lost me because I'm just listening so much Mm. that I'm not immediately interrupting. So People are that's so my, used to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are so used to it. We're so used to, as soon as somebody pauses to breathe or pauses to think or pauses to do anything, we're like, you yeah. know, they want to quickly throw their, their nugget in there, but listening. And that's usually where the it's magic fantastic. happens. You, you, you know, someone says their answer and then you pause and you wait. And a lot of times they'll keep going they'll come back and think about it a little more, yes. um, that sort of thing. And in Dew's defense, I would say she is a great listener, yeah. but I, I would say probably what she means is like, she was not naturally born with that ability. Mm. She has cultivated it and, mm. and practice and learned, and she's very in, intentional about it. Um, and I think that's really, sh- or should be inspiring to people because it is yes. a skill that you can learn and yes. you can, you know, practice. Absolutely. Can you all share one tip um, to other business partners that uh, has brought you success? My tip for other business owners is probably, well, I'm going to say it's twofold. Get involved in groups. Mm. Have other people other than just yourself, you know, have a mentor, join EO, join a 
and a peer to peer mentorship type group is, is so big. Um, but I would also piggyback and just say, implement some sort of program that you're going to follow in your business, mm. whether it is traction, which is also known as EOS or scaling up or any of the other programs that have been created since then implement one of those things in your business and start doing it as hard as it is to follow because you really, it is, it is hard to implement in your business, but it gives you the framework that makes decision-making a lot easier on Mm. when you're going to do things and, and do it. Mm. It's a great tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've talked about it some, but really just boundaries, this, the sense of, you know, the boundaries between the business and your, and your personal life and also the boundaries between who does what, um, Mm. you know, get as clear as you can about that stuff. Um, and you know, and then I think the other thing is, is, you know, like carving out that time on your calendar to do, to, to dream, to look at the future, to plan, Mm. you know, it's, we, we sort of feel like was because we're always together and we're talking all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, like we do have a vision, but you know, to start that practice of, you know, and that's the way we do it. We have, I mean, from the beginning, we have a weekly leadership meeting. There's just the two of us, but we have a specific agenda. And then we Mm. have quarterly planning and, and, annual, which will go somewhere offsite. Mm-hmm. And all we do all day is, is that sort of planning stuff. It's like carving that time out. It's almost cliche now, but carving out time to work mm-hmm. on the business and not in the business. And I feel like it's especially true with a, you know, couples together or a family business or whatever, because the, the working in the business can just really take over. Yes. Your whole life, if you let it. Amen. Shane, do you want to close us out with a dad joke? (laughs) (laughs) No no pressure. I have have so few clean clean dad jokes. It doesn't have to be clean. You told one at the the dinner the other day. What was it? It was a really good something. one. Oh, that was bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, you know, like I said, I, I grew up small town, Oklahoma. My entire, every man in my family was like, they were cowboys and truckers. Like that was it, the whole thing. Um, and I mean, you know, cowboys where that's your job. <laughs> it's a cowboy. Right. Not, not like I wear a hat on the weekend. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, inappropriate kind of stuff. I'm, I, I'm, I'm literally mind. going through my. I'm, I'm like, no, oh yeah, no, she's a, yeah, you. she's very, very, very afraid. So you're I'm saying o- o- Oklahoma cowboys are different than Nashville cowboys? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's shocking. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. The Broadway ones. That's a little. Yeah. That's that's not quite. Not same. quite the same. Mm-mm. Cowgirls too. Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas. <laughs> a little bit it's a little bit different you don't have any clean dad jokes huh nothing oh man can't believe i'm drawing a blank if you think of a dad joke just call and leave it on my voicemail (laughs) 
and, we'll, and I'll play it. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> oh, we'll put it in the show, show notes. notes. <laughs> the, link, um, the link to. Yeah, the well, I tell you, I told you I used to be a musician. Yes, uh, I was. A, I was an artist, and I would be on stage. And um, you know, now we've we're about to hit twenty years of marriage, but all the time, you know, it was like. Hey, we were married seven years this way. And I would always say, I've been married. We've been married seven years from the stage with everybody. I was like, you know, we've been married seven years now, but it just feels like seven minutes. <laughs> and everybody would go, ah. And then I would say, underwater. <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't laugh at that crap. Come for on. 20 years, she's like, that's still not funny. Still not funny. That's still not funny. <laughs> I'm like, well, everyone else thinks it's <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, too. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. February will be 20 years underwater. February what? <laughs> February 17th is our 20th wedding. Oh my gosh. What are you going to do mm-hmm. to celebrate? We're going to Turks and Caicos. Hell yeah, nice. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's our, it's our favorite island. We love it. Congratulations. Well, tell everyone where they can learn more about Skillway. You can follow us on all of the things. Um, you can find us on skillway.com. That's just skillway, S-K-I-L-L-W-A-Y, skillway.com. And then on Instagram and all of the other places at Skillway Company. At Skillway at Company. Skillway Company. Company spelled all the way out. At yes. Skillway Company. Yeah. Okay. At yeah. Skillway awesome. Company. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I have so many more Thanks. questions. But <laughs> we, we might have to do a second part two. episode. Yeah. We'll we have a part two. two. We have a part two where we're going to talk about dad jokes and books. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right. Exactly. It'll be uh, update, and then it'll start with a dad joke. <laughs> update. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, we appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in to Business Partners. Find out more about our guests and follow their businesses through the links in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the show with your favorite business partners. Special thanks to our sponsor, Apple and Anchor. Now let's get back to business.